was I blended the med ball toss with a target, and then he picked up slap shot. Watch these. That's the first one he did. Med ball toss. Slap shot. Directions there. Kick back, striding close. Moving from the middle of his body better. Right? It's telling his body, oh, it's just a reminder. Oh, this is the movement you want me to do. Right? Oh, I've done this before. He was connecting it with baseball rather than the movement he already did pr uh, previously. So then I started seeing that go. I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, now the med ball toss at that point becomes uh, unconscious competence, right? So go back to the basics real quickly. We go, uh, you, every, every stage, go, uh, every time you learn a skill, it goes to these stages, right? So you have unconscious incompetence. First off, you don't know that you suck. St stage one. Stage two, you know that you suck, right? Stage three, right? Okay, I can do this decently well, but I have to think about it. Stage four, I can do it without thinking about it, right? So at that point, the med ball toss became automatic to him. He didn't have to think about it and throw the targets and decel. He was doing it already, right? It was automatic. Fellas, 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 welcome back to the Farm System Podcast, your home for baseball development. We're here for you, by you, and with you. I'm your co-host, Joey Cunha. And I'm Bo Callis. This podcast is designed for coaches, players, scouts, really anyone looking to further their development in the game of baseball. Here at the Farm System, we take pride in being lifelong learners, and we're here to be a bridge from where you are to where you're going. We'd like to welcome back the vets of the podcast. We're happy to grow with you again. We'd also like to welcome our first-time listeners, the rookies. Don't worry, every vet was once a rookie. This podcast is brought to you by our great partners over there at Baseball Cloud, professional data for amateur players. Baseball Cloud allows players from all over the country to consolidate data from their performance into a centralized location. This allows players, coaches, and scouts to effectively track, compare, and view a player's results through the use of graphs and a number of other visual analysis tools within seconds. Learn more about their software at BaseballCloud.com and follow them on social media at BaseballCloudUS. Fellas, you got to make a way over and check out our website at thesystem.farm. We offer a free membership that gives you full access to over 300 resources. Uh, we've put together in one spot, includes drill videos, practice plans, discount codes, job listings, and a whole lot more. Our Farm Plus membership, baby, the Farm Plus, Joey. Woo, this, baby! This gives you insight into how we're training players, what drills we're using, those conversations that are happening in, in shop. Farm Plus. You'll also be able to start farm boarding, big time farm boarder here. Uh, you'll receive instant access to over 25 educational drill videos uh, to, to help you guys get those players better. Make sure to check that out today at the system.farm. <laughs> get into that subconscious. You can get that Farm Plus yep. into you, okay? Look, if you got Disney Plus and you don't got Farm Plus, I mean, what are you doing, all right? All right, the kids, the, the Disney Plus is for the kids, sometimes for you on a Saturday, yep. but you got to get the Farm Plus the farm if you're coaching. Plus, I, mean, I mean, I don't know what you're doing. Make sure you're way over Slipping. there. Farm Plus, baby, Farm Plus. On this episode, we feature part two of my Bridge the Gap presentation for 2019, where I talk through the art uh, blending art and science, as we mentioned on the last episode, if you didn't get the hint, hint, right? This is a this does a great job of kind of giving some um, background information of the courses that 108 uh, recently released. We're going to talk about that a little bit more at the end of the uh, end of the podcast again, and we're also going to talk through as well the memberships that will be released here um, coming real soon at you. So make sure to get your eyes dialed in, and it's coming at you right now. Don't leave that dugout. We got Bo and Joe coming up next on the farm system right here right now okay 
So um, what you're going to see is, okay. okay, what he says there is he goes, he asked me a question and he says, just fired in there, right? And that, when I look back at the video, like that's a huge question because the day before, the day before, the day before I was giving him a whole bunch of cues and I, I was consciously making sure that I was giving him less and less and just more like, hey, what do you want me to do? Okay, let me, how do I constrain this enough that I say the least, right, and get him to produce so I can keep his brain fresh the entire time? What you'll start to see with these moves and these shots that he's making, they look very similar to day one when he was doing the reciprocal one leg hits, right? Watch his, watch his movements and look how, how much they look like those, but again, without us doing a completely different activity. Striding closed, and we did this for a minute, right? Driving closed, kicking back, all those movements are showing, coming back out, right? More and more. Strides closed, kicks back, reciprocal movement, direction through the middle, right? Okay. Moving forward. Okay, now I challenge it. This one's pretty funny. Um, I challenge it, and all I did different was put a short T. Watch how awful he is. <laughs> this is me dying real quick. <laughs> the ball literally went backwards. That's how bad he missed. Okay, all I did to all I did was add the little T. It's the same exact task, but it was too it was too much. It was too much, right? It was too for him. As soon as I put the T there psychologically, now all of a sudden I'm starting to connect it with baseball, right? It was too much at his time for his brain. So, again, what did I need to do? I actually went backwards. I regressed, okay? So, what I did was I blended the med ball toss with a target, and then he picked up slap shot. Watch these. That's the first one he did. Head ball toss. Slap shot. Directions there. Kick back. Striding close. Moving from the middle of his body better. Right? It's telling his body, oh, it's just a reminder. Oh, this is the movement you want me to do. Right? Oh, I've done this before. He was connecting it with baseball rather than the movement he already did pr uh, previously. So then I started seeing that go. I'm like, okay, cool. Okay. Now, the med ball toss at that point becomes uh, unconscious competence, right? So go back to the basics real quickly. We go, uh, you, every, every stage, go, uh, every time you learn a skill, it goes to these stages, right? So you have unconscious incompetence. First off, you don't know that you suck, St stage one. Stage two, you know that you suck, right? Stage three, right? Okay, I can do this decently well, but I have to think about it. Stage four, I can do it without thinking about it, right? So at that point, the med ball toss became automatic to him. He didn't have to think about it and throw the targets and decel. He was doing it already, right? It was automatic for him. So uh, you're gonna see that process continue as we keep, to go through, keep going through. So then I blend it up again, right? So what you're gonna see with this, right, is I blended, I put two T's, right? Had him start, you see him again. Progression is not linear, right? Blended with the back. Now, biggest part that I did with him mentally here. This is not a bat. This is a hockey stick. This is not a bat. You are not hitting a ball. You are slap shotting with the just, this is just another hockey stick, right? Boom, the movement started cleaning up. But the biggest thing that, again, we need to keep in mind here, uh, learning is not linear. It's not just a linear, oh, he just gets better and better and better. 
No, some of his moves are better. Some of them are not as good, right? And he's, but he's generally moving in that upward direction where he's getting some of those moves that I want uh, to happen. And he's within a, a fail rate. Sometimes you got to be very cautious of guys' fail rates. If they're failing a lot, right, again, mentally what that does to them, the long haul is what we're going to be able to do throughout the process. So I don't want them to be failing. I'm, I'm very mindful of how often the guy is failing and if I need to regress or not, right? Okay, now I add in an additional T here, okay? So watch this, all right? Got to the middle, slap shot at his waist. Another slap shot out and away from him, a little higher. Right? And kept blending through. Okay? So again, what I'm seeing here, I'm, in, I'm, um, I'm gradually increasing. I added an additional tee. Um, I, I now, with the, on the ball on the tee, I have him striding close, kicking back, and moving better from the middle of his body, um, and getting direction uh, more with his uh, body than he is with his hands. Um, and then he's, again, we're, we're leveling up from the, the hockey shot is now becoming unconscious to him. He's now thinking about the next task, and these are the automatic with the slap shot. That one's getting perfect almost every single time. He's like, 90% success rate with that, okay? Then we get into the cage, right? Slap shots, again, okay, so what happened right there? It's the same exact task, all I did is put him in the cage, what happened? Sucked, terrible, wasn't good. So I had to, again, remind him, no, look, we're not in a cage, you're not hitting a baseball. All we're doing is doing what we did outside the cage, there's nothing different here, right? Starts kicking back, moves get cleaner, Strides close, kicks back. All right. Start tossing some tennis, uh, tennis balls to him. You see the split grip. I start going down and having it more uh, into a normal swing. And we went back. We lost the pattern, so I went back to the split grip. We went back further up, right? I'm like, okay. Again, better. Not a super fan of the movements, but they too, right? So we go into uh, uh, the Justin Turners here, right? So this is a drill that we do. Again, kind of helps guys feel the reciprocal movement, get into their front legs. Again, when he first starts doing these, struggles a little bit, right? It's a little too hard, he's failing too much, right? So I raise the tee, make it easier for him to get to the pitch, right? See the trunk start stopping sooner, legs kick back behind, fail rate goes down, right? Go back legs working behind him, right? Okay, better decel pattern, I'm in on that. Whoop. Go back, got to make sure we give praise to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Day two was way better. Appreciate you. This is, we're, we're heading in the right direction. We're in a different spot. Thank you. Okay, moving on. Day three. Day three, he comes in. Again, we're just reinforcing what we did yesterday. But I added in a new way for him to feel things. I, he was still trying to uh, push with his hands. He was still diving his hands in. So we started doing PVC tosses, right? So split grip PVC, it's just like, uh, just like we're doing with the med balls, Okay. Um, so he walks in, um, I, I cut up like, uh, like three uh, two-foot uh, PVCs, start having them throwing, and on the net, there's targets. He's throwing to targets on the net, right? And again, I started calling out targets, uh, red, blue, green, right? All the same things his body understands. Landing close, striding, uh, landing close, striding uh, with a kickback, right? Good, okay? Now, again, I go from there. All right, we just reinforce it. We go back in the cage. We do what we did yesterday. Justin Turner's, right? Um, we're also, another way to progress things is to mess around with the implement, right? Just like we did with the hockey stick or with the bat. What I did here is I, we have a, a lightweight game uh, length bat that we have them do. It's easier for them to hold patterns uh, sometimes with, uh, with a lot of guys when they don't feel like they need to muscle up, right? They can just focus on the movement. So we use a lighter bat, right? Movements start getting cleaner, right? 
And I also put a floor constraint at the end. A big thing with him, he wanted to keep going back into his back leg coming forward. And I'll talk about why that was bad uh, with the direction in the beginning. So I started putting a constraint uh, in between his legs so that he kept his back leg away from him as he, as he rotated. Okay? All right. And again, he comes back for session two, right? And you can see through the, if you just watch his facial expressions and how uh, you can tell that these are, uh, he's not being so challenged mentally anymore. I blended this in, the tosses and with the, with the tee, right? So he's hitting no ball, right? But now there's a tee there and I'm blending that into his uh, uh, psychological understanding that this is no different. When I get into the cage, there's no difference here. These tosses are my swing, right? And then I challenge it, we go into the cage. Okay, we use this foam mat here to help them feel anchored in the floor, help them feel his back leg stay away from him as he rotates. Again, getting forward, striding close, kicking back behind him, getting some good direction, starting to get some pop off the bat. We also started doing some athletic stuff. Uh, uh, McGuire, I sold from, uh, this is a version of the McGuire swing, right? Starting with the hands forward and swinging back to a natural position. I put some markers on the ground right there to help him understand where to put his feet, like you, know, like you do with like a 10-year-old. I did it, it helped him. So we did it, right? Starting to stop a little better. Kind of almost looks, oh, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, that's, uh, there's this guy that played with him that was his best friend, is Borenstein with the Cubs. Um, when he hits balls, he has an act, when he hits balls, he drops the bat directly in the box. The only way you can do that is if you decel like a champ. So we actually, I made that into a drill where he'd hit and I want you to drop the bat in the box. So he loved that one. We did that one for a minute, it helped him, right? Into day three, we're moving, right? Day four, he comes in, his left hamstring's pretty tight. He's like, hey, my left hamstring's pretty tight. And I'm like, well, that makes sense, right? And uh, because of the constraints of the organization, you weren't taking a lot of swings when you were with the Cubs, right? And some other things you had going on and the, the, the schedule, all those things. You've taken a ton of swings and a ton of moves here in the last couple of days. Also, I had an understanding because of anatomically how he works that I knew that because he, he still was going into that thing where he was uh, giving up his anchor and coming forward, that he was using his front hamstring to decel him quite a bit, right? He was, he was, he was using his hamstring uh, quite a bit, and on top of that, um, also doing some of his lifts that he was doing. It's okay. We've been taking a lot of swings. So I had to modify. Again, the plan is everything. The plan is nothing. So we modified, right? Day three, I gave him a better understanding. Hey, this is why you're probably feeling so much pressure in your front hamstring. This is why you're feeling that lengthening as you're uh, uh, getting through the baseball. Gave him an understanding of fascial lines and understanding that I wanted length like a rubber band uh, from my front shoulder to my back foot. That on a hit balls, I wanted my back leg to stay away from me. When I come forward, if I go here and I rotate, this is as far as I can rotate. All I do is I turn my back foot. Watch, now I have more rotation. If I, if I get to max rotation here, right? All I do is bring my foot forward. Look, I can rotate more, right? So I'm having him an understanding of a length tension relationship, but keeping it very simple so that he has an understanding of what I'm trying to do and why he might be feeling um, some tightness in the, that part of his body. So then I reinforced that idea um, by giving him the simple drill that again, didn't, uh, didn't take a lot of force and he can get this movement in and we can get some work in while he's still um, you know, feeling some tightness in his hamstring. So what we did, um, we did some med ball tosses, right? Again, athletic, I just changed the grip and the variation up a little bit. But I did this, I put this band, I put it on his back foot, and I hooked it to, um, he has a knob of a bat in his hand. And I put the band onto the knob, and I just had him feel what it feels like to get that length and, and learn what it feels like to get that uh, rubber band pulled, right? Then we went back, you can even see he's kind of babying his front side right here, right? So after this, um, I backed off. 
I said, you know what? Like, um, and, and we went into the cage, and you can see him on uh, some of these two. He's really not getting into his front foot. He doesn't want to get forward. He's feeling some discomfort in that front leg. So we shut it down. That was it. We shut it down, right? I'm not going to push it. Look, this is a long journey, right? Okay, so day four, what we did, the second session of the day, which he said was the most important thing that he did the entire time that he was there, we sat down and came up with a plan that he could do when he left, right? So we went over what worked, why it worked, what would his plan be when he got back, um, he started playing for a team. What are things that he would do off the tee? What would those routines be? What would be in front toss? Uh, what are things that he would do if he felt this slipping? If his back leg started going forward, what are drills that would help him? Um, you know, what do we do if he wasn't kicking and you notice he wasn't kicking? What would he do if you noticed, uh, noticed he was lo losing posture? We went through all those things, right? So it's one thing to have motor performance, right? For me to get a guy to perform with me in a cage when I can control all those reps and a lot of the variability. It's another thing for the guy to leave, go fly back to Florida, right, and go play somewhere else and him be able to continue that. And, and that's the difference between motor learning and motor performance, right? So then we get, you know, at the end of day four, I'm like, okay, look, that's big. I left that conversation feeling like we accomplished a lot and he felt like he was growing and that that was a very impactful day for him, even though he was, uh, felt some tightness in his hamstring and we couldn't do a lot of the swings that we did all the previous days, okay? Now, Day five, right? This is a feel-good day. He's leaving today, right? So we're going through some things. Uh, Bleak actually came back uh, this day, so Bleak was kind of with me on some of these ones on the last day. We're just going through all the things we went through early in the week. Started working on some uh, stop swings to help him stop the trunk, give him some, these are the things we talked about the day before, right? We went through and we started talking about hitting, bracing some objects, right? We went through the routine that we talked about on day four, right? How would you get ready? Let's go through that together. Let's talk through that. Let's see what that's gonna look like for you, right? And then I'll give them some things, like, okay, here's some other things you can do when you're feeling this, right? Doing some sticks right there. Trunk stopping better. Go get the ball out front. That's why the bat's out there, right? Just tightening up a few things. Focus on just deselling, embracing, being easy, right? See these moves, striding close, kicking back. Same more anchored. Okay, now this was not the end of the process, right? He went back, he went back with, play, wouldn't play any ball. Um, the first three days, he texted me and said, hey, uh, I'm striking out a lot. I'm striking out a lot. I can't, I don't know the moves. I don't know how to do them. I said, hey, listen, the moves are there. Keep, stay with the process. Keep doing the things. You know what it feels like. Keep doing your thing. He goes off, starts hitting, right? Gets picked up by the Mariners, right? Mariners have to pull him up in AAA. And then, uh, let's see where we're at here. Scott with the pitch, and it is swung out and hit in the air to right field. This is deep. It is back. It is gone. A three-run home run for Ryan Court. Three straight ground outs to begin his outing in the first. Swinging a fly ball. This is to deep center field. Delusio going back, angled to his right. He's in the shadow of the wall. He turns, and it's gone. In the Pacific Coast League. Speaking of which, Court launches one to left field, and back it goes. And it is gone. A three-run home run. Homered in the last four games that he played in. And the pitch is swung on and hit in the air towards left center field. This is deep. It is back. It's gone. He's done it again. And this one ties the game. Ryan Court saves it until the ninth inning when he homers for his fifth consecutive game. And it ties it up four to four. I have one.
That's a shot into left center field. Caracudo watches it go. It is gone. A home run for Ryan Court, his ninth of the year in only 24 games. He's called up to the big leagues. Third big league start. Up the middle, base hit. That'll put a run on the board. RBI for Ryan Court. Big moment for him here in Seattle in his first start, his second game. Congratulations. Struck out a couple of times. It's his first extra base hit. This one lifted to right center. Jones got a nice jump, but it's not enough to catch up to it. It's a ground rule double. Both runs score. Ryan Court having a day. Get a couple of hits today and a couple of RBI. Um, even watching that video like makes me emotional because again, I have so much. Uh, again, I only worked with him for five days, but again, like just understanding his his uh, story of being a minor leaguer for nine years um, and struggling with that, and I, I take that very personal when these guys come in that they're trusting me um, and trusting us with their career. And um, so to see him, like, again, to go up to that and achieve those things, like, makes me emotional just because I, I, I care about those guys so much. So um, that, that was an awesome process. So uh, going forward uh, with this, Leek, if you want to kind of step up, we want to talk. Oh, you want me to do it? Okay. So uh, what we're, you know, with this, this is a, every guy and every individual we're about to talk about, like, just briefly. Um, and, like, like uh, he, he brought up these numbers here is on, you know, on average, we see an increase um, with our guys and, and slugging, our pro guys that come in when they work with us, 32%. Slugging percentage, 39%. OPS, 32%, right? And then we also have our lowest increases there too, so you guys can see those as well, right? But um, with that being said, you know, there's, there's things, and these are all individual processes with each guy. Like, each guy teaches us something different, and we have a better understanding of how to teach the next guy from teaching the guy that we just worked with. Um, from working with Ryan, it's, it's helped me help a lot more guys, too, as well, because I had to learn, and he challenged me to be a different coach. Um, and so with this, this is one of our other guys as well. You can see the differentials, um, you know, before and after, and um, understanding, again, like, with, with a lot of these guys, like, this, this success... Um, this success gives us a better idea that, look, at the end of the day, we're measured by our results, right? If we can't get results with guys, especially pro guys that are trusting us with their careers, um, if they come to us and they get worse or they have a career-ending year, like, I take that personally and I have ownership on that, that he came to me for help. My job is to help him and figure out a way to do it like a professional, right? Um, okay, so this is Ricky Rodriguez, right? Again, what we see, what we see with these guys um, is just the understanding that, um, you know, if we look at these, these jumps and understanding um, how significant uh, what these are, I mean, we're talking about if you take a guy that's a 35 on a, a scouting sale and we take him to, a, you know, a 40 or a 45, that is a huge impact on, on an organization. We heard something the other day that was like $4 million, They said something like that, right? That, that's worth like $4 million to an organization to get a guy to do a jump like that. And that's what these numbers look like. We're only talking about a, a few different swings a year, like 20 different swings a year, right? 20 individual events right, that changes the guy's course of his career, right? And then this is Zach Curtley. This is one of our guys we had just this last offseason, right? Um, he's with the Cardinals organization. Um, he got called up this year. But again, you see, again, he went from one home run to nine home runs. Uh, pretty significant jumps. He's having a career year as well. So um, again, these are never any processes. And this isn't, again, none of these guys are perfect. Everybody's in process, just like us as individuals and all of our players that we have in, in place. 
Um, Dean Miller is very interesting. Guys, keep uh, his name in your, your brain when it comes to, he just got drafted this last year. Um, from 2018 to 2019, um, he didn't get any stronger, right? He didn't. Uh, this all came from, and this is the craziest thing with this guy, is from a choice. In the middle of the season, he decided, he decided that he was going to move differently, and he, he's a, he can mimic anybody, right? He started mimicking uh, Miguel Cabrera and had crazy results with a thought. He decided, you know what, I'm, you know, instead of trying to hit like JD, I'm going to hit like Mookie, uh, I'm going to hit like uh, uh, Melky, I mean, uh, Miguel Cabrera, and then all of a sudden you see these in, insane results, right, of guys that have these extreme talent, and it always, that's what comes back to like, the, again, the art and science of getting what people need to think to create their most optimal results. And this is Connor Canyon. Uh, he's literally, you know, just tearing things up right now. He just got drafted as well um, this last year. But again, these are college results, right? And this is what a big part of this presentation is about as well, is like we had five days with him, right, with Court. And that isn't typical for every guy, right? We're not going to get every guy to get those results within five days. But it tells us what's possible and the power of player development, right? Um, and that's, you know, and even with these guys, like Connor Cannon, some of these guys we've had with us for a couple years. And, um, you know, we, we figure out from year to year, again, what, we can do to best help those guys. You know, he all of a sudden jumps into 18 home runs right there. And then you see that uh, tweet that someone tweeted out from um, this year. And he has two arms already tonight. Um, and, you know, he's matching, he's, he's just six away from matching Joey Gallo's league record. Um, now, you know, again, with some context there, Gallo left Northwest League with three weeks left. But again, it, it tells you that the pace that some of these guys are on um, for how they're doing and how they're going about uh, their business. So uh, very interesting in that way. Um, at any point, again, uh, you guys know, you can always reach out to us. Again, that's my Instagram, Twitter, and also my email. If you guys have any questions about the presentation or any ways about how we go about our process, I uh, really appreciate you guys. That's it. Bo, I just don't know if I've heard a better speaker. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know if I have. I just, you know, I'll tell you what. <laughs> This call takeaway is brought to you our partners over at Yakertech. Yakertech, baby. Yakertech is the gold standard for measuring spin rate, velocity, trajectory, and most important, spin access of a pitched ball. No other system captures such clarity on a moving ball. Learn more about their system at yakertech.com. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at YTBallTracking. That's at YTBallTracking. Right, Joey, I'm, listen. I'm, listen. Don't, don't, be, don't be yelling yep, at me. <laughs> listen, you did such a good job. The people are so captivated. I'm going to keep it rolling. Why don't you just let them know what 108 has and, and what they've got going on? All right. Well, I, look, this uh, is a, a good, it wraps it all up, right? Understanding how I went from that point of where I was failing, right? Ideas that I had and also the art side of that, right? Um, and continuing going on, the great part about art is ever evolving, right? And we're changing our strategies all the time, right? And that's where, again, that membership that's coming out here uh, very soon is going to be a big piece of that. Um, it's, but at first, before you can understand the art, you first got to understand the science, right? And that's what those, those courses do a really great job of doing. Yeah. Um, and and that's a, it's a great foundational piece. You got to have the courses first so that you understand the science and then you can start learning in all the different ways. And, and this is the thing about art. We want to give you examples of other pieces of art, but your art is your art, right? How you do it is how you're going to do it. But again, seeing how other people do it um, gives you different ideas of how to inspire you uh, to do it your way and different ways you can get athletes to move. And that's a, I think that the membership does a great job of that. But, well, I mean, I mean, it would be just too too little of us. We're almost like, it's almost like, uh, I feel like Oprah, like, you get a discount, you get a discount, you get a discount. So yeah. what we got for him, Bo? Tell him about the discounts, baby. We got baby. the discounts, baby. Uh, just like Joey had mentioned, guys, uh, the, the Bridge the Gap 
video package has 22 videos on there. Uh, use BTG Farm for $50 off that purchase. 50? 50 bucks, baby. Um, same, <laughs> same code BTG Farm. That'll give you $50 off the individual course, um, hitting generous? and pitching course. We're feeling even more generous. Joey got the big kahuna. Farm 75 for $75. That's 75 big ones, coaches. I think that's, that's too much. We got to take that one back. <laughs> 75 bucks, Bo. Come on, man. What are we doing yeah. for these people? Hand them, practically give them away, right? <laughs> I mean, just I mean, hand it out. Jeez. Yeah. And then, like um, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like Joey mentioned, guys, keep your eyes open for those memberships that will be releasing here in the next couple of weeks. Yep, guys, make sure to get on, jump on those. Again, I'm just trying to offer some great discounts for you guys to get your hands. I know you guys are out there rolling in the dough, just rolling. rolling in the dough, right? Rolling in the time and rolling in the dough. Again, we're trying to speed up that process and also make it cheap for you. So definitely uh, make sure uh, you make your way over there. Check out some of those resources. Let us know what you think. And again, like I mentioned on the last podcast, closed mouths don't get fed. So if you want to get fed, <laughs> we need you guys to reach out. If you guys have questions, you guys Let's want eat, interviews, baby. it's time to eat. All right. It's, you guys are getting in season. You guys are in the uh, jumps, uh, jumping off in your guys' season, guys getting some W's. A couple of you guys caught a couple of L's, but don't worry. Froggy. Don't worry. Still we got the rest early. of the season, baby. Yep. It's still early. All right. And if you listen, hey, I'm just saying, if you get the farm plus, there's a chance you get a couple yep. more W's. All right. So Make sure you dive into that Farm Plus. Farm Plus. Plus. (laughs) From us and our partners over at Baseball Cloud. Farm Plus. Until next time, Farm System out.